ASMR, here we go. That, no, it's not enjoyable. No, people like it. Shut up. No one likes this. People love it. Shut up. Hi there, everyone. It's, uh, are you here for your physical today? Mr. Brownstone? Is that what it sounds like when you get your balls touched? I don't know. What, is that what it sounds like when a band gets a physical? Every time it... <laughs> I yeah. wish it was that delicate. You got a dry ball sack. So, what do you mean? They grab them and they you. squeeze and they say, turn your head and cough. You don't deal with any of this stuff. <laughs> no, I don't get myself checked out physically. No. That's insanity. Anybody who does that is a goddamn moron. You're, so you're saying when I go and get felt up by a pretty lady once a year. I should be there? That, yes. That's insane? Because I don't think that's insane. I think, I think it's a fair trade. Even though it's an uncomfortable situation, um, to get felt up by a lady and told I don't have cancer, yay! Woo! I think it's worth it. Sound the horns on that prognosis. Diagnosis, <laughs> bitch, you fat. Okay, welcome to the podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm Sam. And uh, this is a couple of critics podcast. Yeah. We're a couple of assholes, <laughs> and we share different things with each other. We review them and share things with you. It's what our duty is. We were bound by the government to do this before Donald Trump and Mike Pence left office. Yep. They were like motherfuckers. What do you say about halfway through their term? They were like, hey. Hey, bitches. <laughs> you guys need to do a podcast, period. <laughs> period. That was more Mike Pence who was saying. All oh, that. man, a flamer. <laughs> Does anybody say flamer anymore? I hope so. I like <laughs> I all of I those do. terms. <laughs> I like those terms. I like otter. I like bear. Otter? Like otter is one of the things? Yeah. Um, Ross is an otter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ross is it like so much It's sense. like a small bear. I get it. Yeah. It's a, he's an otter. Mm-hmm. I know there's a okay, here's what I know. Otter, a bear, a cub? Yes. Right? A twink? Oh yeah, a twink, that's correct. And that's where my knowledge stops in the categorizing of homosexual men. Yeah, I think that that's as far as mine goes too. I'm sure that there are more branches. Everyone's always branching off these days. <laughs> oh, and like, is being gay like is like metal? So you're like thrash gay, speed gay. <laughs> I'm sure there's some speed gay in there. Are there names that lesbians have that for like yeah, the type of like woman? Gertrude. Girl, what are, are you? And Betty. Are you serious? Oh, you're saying they have actually <laughs> Connie. Connie's a good lesbian name no do they have like animal names are they like that's a real good looking salmon over there i don't think it's i don't they wouldn't be fish <laughs> yeah maybe it'd be. be like that groundhog or that mole you know things that, that groundhog burrow. did you just say groundhog, groundhog <laughs> mole things that burrow you know oh. with their like noses and mouths what chews carpet naturally <laughs> a dog um, I don't know what bugs eat. I know aren't moths are known to eat like fibers and stuff. Oh, they go after your grandma's clothes in the closet. So the mothra, 
Will Mothra! is, you know, scary in every other way, except for munching carpet. Mothra is a female. I Bet you didn't know, know that. Yeah. Why would I know details of the that, Mothra? That would have been wild if you had known that. The only way that would have made sense you would have known that is if someone posted a meme about, like, positive of women, you know, like, if Mothra can do it, so can all women or something like that. Are you looking up my knowledge to see if Mothra is a woman? I'm looking. A femalian? First of all, uh, you need to female-ian. calm down. I didn't know what Mothra even originated Mothra. from. God. I didn't know it's a Godzilla. Godzilla. Uh, Mothra, a fictional character or kaiju. Kaiju. That first appeared in the 1961 film Mothra. So it wasn't. It got a, they got a, it premiered with its own film. It wasn't. It was made by the Toho Company. That's what it says. The Toho Takusaku. Or wait, no, that's completely wrong. <laughs> Tokusatsu. I just did what was easy with my mouth. Apparently, it's called the Toho Company. But it. I guess I expected it to have previewed in a Godzilla movie and then would have been given its own movie. I think the way they did it was you make your own. They definitely did that with some Godzilla characters, but I think they would also do the thing where they make the solo movie first and then bring them together. Kind of like they've been doing in the States. They did King Kong and they did Godzilla movies, and now it's time to ram in the Godzilla versus King Kong. Um, it says that the Mothra is virtually immortal. Is or is it King Kong versus Godzilla? Is, are are all of the other ones? They're none of the other ones are immortal, right? <laughs> They're the immortal ones. Are they, or do they just? I think they've. I think they've been called the immortals before. But don't they battle to the death? No, they never die. They just end up going like in the ground or in the ocean. They retreat and back. Like, I'll see you again sometime. They basically turn around and say, I'll see you again, Godzilla, and then they leave. So they just come out to wreak havoc. Yeah. Well, one does, and then another comes out to stop that one? Or is it the man that stops them, typically? There's all sorts of storylines, Michelle. You can take your pick. All of those things have happened. Godzilla's been the bad one, which is how he started. Honestly, he was, you know, the bad guy. And then... Other big bad guys have come in to destroy the city, and they're like, well, we need Godzilla. He's the only thing that can take this guy out. So he's like, restores natural order on the planet. Ah, blah, 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 blah. You know, stuff that you're super interested in. I'm interested in none of this. (laughs) So I am going to go ahead and... You know, I did say that this is a review podcast. You did. You did. You did. And the thing that a lot of people deal with, like actual critics, people who typically review things. Those who critique. Are subjecting themselves to this thing, typically for the first time, and then reviewing it, uh, which makes what we do a little different because we usually take things that are beloved amongst ourselves and share them with each other. That's the crux of the biscuit. Yes. 
That did not happen this week. No, that didn't happen this week at all. That didn't happen. And upon the first listen that we did together, you wanted to revoke my ability to give albums. I did that. You did say something about that. And I do say a lot of things. Well, I'm going to go ahead and see from the get up and go. I am going to I'm gonna apologize. <laughs> I think not accepted. There and this isn't the first blind no odd choice. No. It does seem that every blind choice is an odd one though. Yes, um, but like with Crispin Glover, for example, I knew Clowny Clown Clown. Yes. I just didn't know anything else. And I, I thought that things would be more like that one song. And I was surprised that that wasn't necessarily the case. Turns out you were horrifically wrong. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say her. I would have made. I mean, <laughs> horrific could have been used then. Now I don't think horrific oh, can be used anymore. A whole new bar has been set. Yeah, if if I'm good at something, it's lowering the bar. <laughs> so I gave Sam an album. You did blind. Oh, well, I can't. You did. Well. Okay, so blindly is a little bit untrue. You've been lying to me? Because I did skim some of the songs, and I I acknowledged, I was like, this is bad, but it's funny. But when you actually listen to something and have to listen to it multiple times and don't just skim it for humor's sake, it's a little different. So I thought it would be funny to give Sam the album Former Child Actor by Corey Feldman. <laughs> right? It's ha, so ha. funny. It's very funny. Um, and it came from me looking up. I wanted to take, at least, I initially wanted to take a different angle. And it, it just didn't work out. So then I looked up specifically a list of actors who have put out terrible albums. And this album was on it. I'm shocked. Yeah. Utterly shocked. It came out in 2002. It is his, it is Corey Feldman's third album. It is not the first. You would be surprised based on the production, production quality. Value? Oh boy. Yikes. Um it's a mess. It's all over the place. I was wrong maybe to give it to us, but I've never no. actually but that, that's the thing. That's like the double-sided no, thing because... No, we need this. We know now <clears throat> what, at least what it is more than just watching some video of him, you know, riding around on a hoverboard singing. That was a video I saw while ladies dressed up as angels oh, boy. play instruments for him. Yeah, it's horrific. This is before that. This is worse. So I say we go ahead and get into this so we can get it over with. Get one, it in so we can get it out. One thing that start well, first of all, I don't I don't hate Corey Feldman, but I don't enjoy him. And I know I've heard like you say things about when he was a child actor that he was annoying. Like the people around him didn't necessarily love working with him. They thought he was yeah, I only know the one kid. story from the guy who played Jason in Friday the 13th Part 4. Well, the final night. Or I've, no, I've heard of someone else 
apparently having that opinion. And I would like to share that with us later, but I need to hang on to that for a little bit. Um, But I think the first thing is for me is seeing that he started a record label called Crazy Bastard Records. Oh, he's so cool. Isn't he? Oh, man, Coors. He's so tough. And it's 2002, so it's like no one's been tough in time and music yet. So thank goodness we had Corey Feldman to really get down to the nitty gritty. Just kidding. Almost every song sounds like it specifically comes from something else. Oh, yeah. It's just I... Each I want to be like, like this band on this song. Each song sounds specifically inspired by or ripped off of whatever. Completely. Yep. I don't know if I want to say ripped off because it there's comes like, nowhere close. It's like a karaoke version. Yeah. There's like one or two songs that I can't peg the artist he's trying to rip off. But everything else you could literally say. Oh, here's the blah, blah, blah song. And there are actual multiple covers on this as well. I say we gotta fill out the time somehow. I say we go ahead and start this pile of shit. You heard me, Feldman. Um, The first song is the title track, "Former Child Actor." What's interesting about this to me is that it was co-written by the one and only beloved musician Rick Springfield. Also kidding. That's not a thing. Yeah, it just the more suck. Put more suck into it. Hey, go get somebody who doesn't make good music and come in here with another guy that make, doesn't make good music. Go find a guy who's been arrested for domestic violence. We want that guy. I was probably, I think it was after this. Okay. I honestly don't know if you're talking about Rick Springfield or Corey Feldman. <laughs> Rick Springfield. Okay. Corey Feldman loves whores. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. The performance and the production value on this is horrible. If there's one thing I can confidently say after listening to this is Corey Feldman is not a good singer. No. Obviously incredibly fake, cheap drums. Thin. Yeah, very thin. The the vocals and the music, very thin, hard to hear. Like there's not a full sound in either one. It doesn't sound like there was a lot I don't know if he was like I don't want to take many takes because he I can only afford an hour <laughs> I don't know if it was that or he just thought that he was so good because maybe I, I watched some performances live performance well whatever and he's over overly confident but I also think that the cocaine that I assume he was on, I mean, he's sweaty in the... I mean, definitely at this time. It's... 2002, he's getting wanged up. It's sporadic. It's all over the place. He's getting yacked out of his mind. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, people have done cocaine and done much better things than this. Yeah, no, cocaine doesn't change how good you are at no, things. No, I just... If you suck at it, you're going to suck at it even more. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, we did recently d- l- review the last album that I gave was Fiona Apple, and that was very stripped and simple. But this is on a different level of being, like, stripped and simple. I don't think it's stripped and simple. There's, like, nine vocal layers. There's uh, a hi-hat and a ride cymbal going on at the same time right now. 
Like, there's a I lot just of shit drink going your blood. on. Did he say that? I think so. I can't even find lyrics about like. There's such little information online about this album. I'm it's surprised what, it's even available to us to stream then. If it's that there's buried, there's just not much information. And it was put out by his record label. So who knows how much promotion and information that he even put out about it. It's so unenjoyable. Okay, so Rick Springfield, while I don't enjoy any music he's ever made, he does know what production value sounds like. Do you think the whole time he was just like, ah, going good, Corey, going good, Jesus Christ. Or was he like, yeah, Corey, we're killing it. That's the thing. Was Corey going for some sort of like stripped down, more like industrial, thin, nine-inch nails sort of sound? Kind of. Thank you. I, this is one of the songs that I was like, I can't peg what he's trying to sound like on this because it's such a mess. Thank you very much. Oh, this part's so stupid. No one has ever wanted that from oh, him. Oh, Corey, Corey. I got to go back. To say that he I mean, did such a good job in The Goonies. He did such a good didn't job. Didn't like in, the movie. I don't give a shit. He did a good job. I'm just saying. By the 13th I, part four, the final chapter, he was amazing in. I've never liked him. I don't like the way he looks. I oh, don't, that's fair. There's just, there's just something about him that he just always seemed like a shit to me. And it. What child actor has grown up to be... Okay, Drew Barrymore. I was going to ask this question. Macaulay Culkin isn't crazy. He's just kind of a weirdo. I wasn't going to say crazy and stuff. I was going to say able to have still major success throughout their career. Because sometimes, to me, child actors have a hard time getting a career later because they still look like kids. Like, I can look at Corey Feldman, and no matter how old he gets, I'm still like... Yeah, it's still boy Corey Feldman sitting in that face. You can dye your hair black as much around it, but I still see, like, mop-top brown rag boy coming on. Yeah. That just seems hard, but then I immediately thought of Drew Barrymore. I was like, yeah, she did it, no problem. It wasn't no problem. She struggled. Yeah, she liked the cocaine. She liked the cocaine. She liked the cocaine. Show Dave Letterman your tits. Show Show Dave Dave Letterman your tits. Hey, that was a parody, and I got a question. Who's... Person, who's your favorite parody artist? Oh, wow, that is... I got I may as well be an udder that you are squeezing and pulling on. Let me squeeze that udder. Who's your favorite parody artist? I would probably have to say it's Weird Al, Sam. Weird Al. You could have just brought him up yourself. Instead of coaxing me like I was a child. In that stupid, fun Sam way. Is it fun? Yeah, for me... (laughs) It's definitely stupid. <laughs> yeah, it is. So I guess stupid fun. It's fun for you and stupid for you. What's the matter with you? I got a soundboard, baby, again. With two things on it, right? With two things on it. So does that mean we're going to hear those things over and over again? I don't know. You know, I also have that gong. What gong? That gong. Which gong do you talk about? Huh, I have no idea. You know what's interesting about that, Sam? <laughs> Is that at one point you gave it to me. Oh, I did? 
You sure did. No one said anything just then. Yeah, I said Weird Al, so that's why it was used. Oh, that's not going to be annoying. Okay, so let's move on to the next track. And I would say that this is a good explanation of um, the health of this album. Yeah, you can say that was also a stretch. I'm going to play Diseased. This shit, you thought that there was someone else involved with this. You're, I would like for you There's to explain that. There's a section that. when it gets to it, I will point out. Okay. And I don't think that anymore, but it's... Oh, I'll talk about it when we get there. I'm fresh on this album, by the way. I got to listen in today on the way home. Ah. When boobies. <laughs> that part sounds like, like Limp Biscuit. This is like the new metal oh, with yeah. biscuit coal chamber song. Oh. And I'm bringing up coal chamber for a very specific reason. This sounds almost like Buck Cherry more to me. That too, that works. Almost like the this singing. Part. Oh my god, I hate it. More like Lincoln Park with the tech stuff. It's definitely in that macho category oh, yeah. that I don't like. But I don't think okay, he's macho. Oh, yeah. Here it comes. Listen to this screen. Right here. Maybe. I think it sounds a lot like Dez from Devil Driver or Coal Chamber. Take your pick. And it's an impressive fucking scream. It's the only time in this album that I was like, hey, that was pretty good. Like, I could hear an album of him just just do a Super Joint Ritual cover album, and I might like it. <laughs> of him just being like, yeah! <laughs> cool. That, that's technically a good scream in my mind. To my ears, it's a good scream. It's a lot of distortion, and he's getting a lot of help. He might make that sound a lot when he gets pegged. Maybe. What's wrong with being pegged? You said that in a derogatory way. No, yeah. I just... I don't think there's anything. I think it's just obvious that he likes yeah. butt play. Do you want me to shoot you with this I hair tie? don't. I don't like you to steal my things and then use them against me. Take it before I break it. I'm sitting right there. <laughs> I don't know. Heart pain and head. Yeah, it's, it's... it's definitely... It, he's definitely trying to portray that he's tough. Or something, or that on this song for sure. Well, I mean, the album is former child actor, so he's trying to act like they're. To me, my interpretation is he's trying to act like there are more edges to him than there actually are. I think he's smoother than he portrays. And I don't mean smooth in like a cool way. No, I think he's trying to come off as tough, and I think he tries to come off as tough in his music, and I don't think that he is necessarily tough. I'm not saying that you can't be fucked in the ass and be tough. That's exactly what you said. I don't think he's tough. And I think he likes being fucked in the ass by women. Who cares? <laughs> because. You're our gay 
has our, nothing to has nothing to our, do with being gay. Our thrash gay community is gonna write you so many letters. Why? I said nothing about homosexuality. <laughs> I'm just trying to make you a villain for no reason. I'm just saying he definitely likes the inside of his asshole being touched by a fake penis. I when you were talking about him trying to come off tough, I think this album got to think of it it's every emotion of growing up as a child actor so he's like taking each song and uh-huh. it's this emotion this emotion this emotion to it so that's the uh, i'm angry in a dark place it definitely song. starts earlier on in the album it's more angry yes. it's more aggressive yes and then it takes a heavy turn in a different direction which we'll get to yeah yeah so like i have this weird thing that i I thought about it today. It was like Corey Feldman's so weird because, like, he, he was molested. No, let me finish my goddamn sentence. Well, you seem like you were struggling. I was trying to help you. No, I'm trying to say it the right way. It feels like we all want to make fun of him, and like we should make fun of him. But at the same time, I'm like, he's fucked up. He's literally like. Not all there. So we can't... I think he's there. I don't. I think think he he was was raised and abused so much that he is not there. I think he was a spoiled... I I get the impression he was a spoiled brat and he thought that the world revolved around him. Yeah, he he will tell you that. And he had a hard (laughs) time with losing that growing up. So that's why he tries so hard to put a spotlight on himself. Then it just kind of seems pathetic. I'm not saying he's not someone who isn't damaged or wasn't abused, but he just he just seems kind of like a spoiled brat to me. I, I get it. That's why I think it's a hard thing. It's hard for me to hate this guy. It's hard for me to be well, like I don't hate what him, a like fucking loser. This like I don't feel like he's acting. T- I don't know. I watched the documentary thing where he outed yeah, the person. We watched it. Who I thought you were doing something else. No, it was just I'm watching the, the Corey Feldman rape story for sure. Well, it was more the Corey Haim rape story. Yeah, and he told everybody Corey Haim isn't as exciting as Feldman, so I'm not going to bring that up. But the whole point was that the person who did it, supposedly, because he named Charlie Sheen, is that stuff like that was just people looked the other way and that that's always been the culture that if they're not abusing then they're looking the way other way while someone probably is and then it's like because no one checks that type of shit that it just continues and it happens to more people so if you fuck either Corey Haim or Corey Feldman as as their boys I mean you're bragging more about Feldman right to your to your no. boy fucking buddies? No. It, what? When it came to actual looks, Corey Haim was cuter. What are you talking about? I don't even know who Corey Haim is. So then why do you have so much hate in your heart? Because I don't know who he is. So you just hate the, the things that you don't know? Is that how you feel about your dad? <laughs> it's how I feel about my dad and other races. <laughs> and females. <laughs> And vaginas, that's for sure. Absolutely. Don't know a goddamn thing. (laughs) Let's listen to System... Why do you poop out of your vagina? (laughs) How do you get pregnant in your asshole? Who knows? Ah! Who knows? These are all questions for Jeeves. We gotta ask Jeeves. Let's move on to... Jeeves! Systematic Gateway. God, these names are cool. Oh, they're horrific. Horrific. This is still... 
on that industrial kind of nine inch. You know why it's industrial? Because it's cheap. You can make it all on a fucking computer. You don't have to pay a bunch of guys to do it. Not weird. Yeah. Like that sci-fi tried to be sound. It reminds me in middle school. Ugh. Oh, his voice is so fucking bad in this. And I feel it, it was either seventh or eighth grade. In music class, we had Mr. Anna King. Yeah. And he had he taught us four bar blues, and then we were supposed to pair up with someone, and using the four bar blues, whatever you would call twelve that, bar or twelve. Bar, yeah, I don't know. Why I was saying four. Sorry, twelve bar blues. Make our own song. Yeah. It sounds like he's using that sort of equipment. Yeah. That we used in the late nineties. Yeah. The most simple. Well, I mean, it was 2003, so it was probably what he could afford to make at his house. So 2002 <sighs> is when he's, you know, he's probably working on it from 2000 to 2002. He do got it all as cheap as he could. Do you think that he spent his money wisely? No. I think that's documented. Is that? I don't know. I don't know anything about his financial life. I think he's doing fine, but I'm sure he could have invested more wisely. I'm not sure though. I hate this. I haven't been as financier since 2002. Oh well, it stopped. It like skips, like a song. It skips in the song. Weird. And I hate it. I hate him. Yeah, I hate him going. Yeah, he does. It's to me. It sounds like he makes a lot of unnatural sounds. Yep. But a lot of this is experimentation because so much of it just sounds forced and like it's not actually what he would sound like if he sang. But he's not really singing most of the time. Uh, yeah, he does a lot of like, what to do? Yeah! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, he's not actually, like, supporting anything. Oh, no. It's all strained in the throat. Mm-hmm. It's all very throat. But still, the worst part for me, it, 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 it almost pisses me off. What to do? It, he, has, he has money and access to things. Why does it sound this bad? That's the thing. That's why, why I want to know. Does he not actually have money, but he really wants to make music? And that's another thing. How can people not sound good... And keep making music. Oh, easy. Millions of people do it every day. I don't, I, but. You're sitting across from one right now. That's not true. People like you. You get positive (laughs) feedback. I don't think he's gotten a lot of positive feedback about his, like. Guarantee he's got more fans than I do. (laughs) Easy. Musically. I was thinking about this at the gas station. I was thinking about many firsts at the gas station. I was thinking. I'm the first person at the Batesville gas station to be listening to Corey Feldman's third album on his Bluetooth headphones while he's pumping gas. That's a fucking guaranteed fact. It's uh, also a sound fact. Yeah, it was a sad fact. There was a couple other ones that I can't remember. And now, I take full responsibility. And now I can't remember what the point was I was going to make. Anyway. That you knew that you were the only person, even though yeah. he has more fans than you? Oh, yeah, he has more fans than me. I was thinking... 
is this the worst album we've listened to? I was just like comparing it to other things, and I was like, well, I'm a jaded person. I would definitely listen to you know like extreme metal way sooner than I would than this fucking Corey Feldman. Even if I don't like the extreme metal, I'm still gonna listen to that extreme metal. Okay. I think the majority of people, if I was like, here, you have to listen to Decapitated versus Corey Feldman's third album. I think most people would continue to listen to the Corey Feldman album than the just because it's fleshed album easier than I think it would. I think yeah, I think it's just more palatable still, even though it's so bad and it, the production value is horrible. A majority of people would prefer to listen to that than to even things that I've made, just because of what it is. You know, like a person's going to be able to handle a horrible disco song that sucks. Way more than a genre they can't fucking stand to listen to. How <laughs> simple and easy that you chose disco sucking, Sam. It, I thought of it because of the last song was a kind of a disco song to me. The last song we just listened to. Okay. I didn't even think about disco sucks revolution, baby. Revolution. <laughs> burn those records. Okay, let's listen to the next song. Which I think is the most descriptive of Corey Feldman's future. You can't win. Jesus Christ, Michelle. Back off Corcor's back. He killed Jason. Kind of. I don't like that you called him Corcor. That's what we call him. We who? Uh, Mel and I. I call him Feldman. Oh, you call him Feldman? Do you call him the Feldman? No. Just Feldman. Just Feldman. How do you say it, though? Feldman. Do you say it like Jerry said it to Newman? Feldman. I don't know what that means. Newman. Okay, yeah. That's a horrible Jerry Seinfeld. Newman. is, to me, sounds like he's trying to do, like, a Bret Michaels poison type. Oh, yeah. It's so... Like I said, if he's going to be consistent in anything, it's his lack of vocal ability. I absolutely no support. You nailed it earlier when you said no support. He's not. It's yeah. It's all throat singing. He should know now. You know, like when you see people going like. It's so messy. It doesn't make sense to me, this song. It's so bad. But what were you saying? I'm sorry. I don't remember. Oh, what does this sound like? What is this? Uh, Who pops in your head when you hear this? Well, in the beginning, I said I thought it was like Brett Michaels. Yeah, but this part you still think is like... Yeah, I think it's like Brett Michaels sitting down with a guitar. That's wild to me. Our definition of or, things sometimes are so vastly different. Or like more than words extreme or something. What, what do you think it sounds like? Like Marilyn Manson? Why. I think it sounds like Blind Melon. Like real shitty Blind Melon. I don't hear any connection to Blind Melon. See, well, that's why all. I can't think of one, but I would never say like. Brett Michaels? No. I'm not saying poison necessarily. I'm saying maybe Brett Michaels solo stuff. Oh, maybe, yeah, but I don't know any Brett Michaels solo stuff. You know, you're missing out. <laughs> and I don't really either. I just know what. 
that from, makes like, Rock sense. Of that makes sense. You would go into more like of a country home feel, not full country, but just still like that more hometown boy town sound. Yeah, he's definitely. Even though it's very unencouraging to say you can't win, it's like he's trying to get more on someone's level with this. Like he still has an aggressive, aggress. Like he has, still has the attitude, but it's almost like, look, I'm not gonna be angry anymore. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna break it down to you. Look, I'm just gonna let how it is. The world is a terrible place, and you know. <laughs> so out of tune. So out of tune, out of time. There's times where he tries to fit too many words in and he's not good enough at pronouncing them fast, so like they get off time a little bit. Sorry. He definitely leans more into the MJ ripoff things. Also later in yeah, the yeah, album, there's absolutely. definitely a change that I think takes place. Where, like I said, it sounds much more aggressive and stuff. That's what this reminds me of. This reminds me of like a a grand, like a shitty Michael Michael Jackson song, like an inclusive all the world kind of song. So what's interesting is that I I, I guess that he says. Because if you've seen him perform live, he does a lot of MJ's moves. Oh, yeah. It's a rip, complete His rip off. hair, now that Michael is dead, is exactly like Michael's. Yeah. He'll wear it with, like, the one piece I thought he cut that off for Core. For Core Core 2. Is that what that was? At the end of that documentary when he's visiting Core Core 2's grave. Oh, that's right. And he doesn't and even, he, like, leave it there. He cuts oh. off the, the single lock of hair on the front. Now, I'm not saying he hasn't grown it back since. Because I know Core Core One likes his braid, but I, w- I wasn't even talking about that. Because he has, you know, shoulder length hair. Yeah. So he might just have, you know, or like girls did in middle school, where they just have like one piece of their yeah. bangs hanging down. Yep. It's terrible. Um. Anyway, so yeah, he claims that he and Michael, um, they shared dance moves and like singing styles and stuff with each other. And then it was a coll- and so he is basically taking. Wait, he's saying it's collaborative. He's not <laughs> only saying it's collaborative; he's taking partial credit f- for some of Michael Jackson's. I, I remember Michael was having a real tough time figuring out a dance move to do the Thriller, and I was like, oh, "Michael, let me show you this." And then I kept saying, "Mike." You just got to keep walking forward. Here, I'm going to show you this. He can walk backwards, and everyone's going to think you're cool. <laughs> Thanks, Corey. My, Mike, I'm having trouble walking forwards. Every time I try, I just end up walking backwards accidentally. Watch. <laughs> oh, my God. You figured it out. <laughs> I, I, he is a clod. An absolute... <laughs> Fucking clod. Yeah, what nerve, what nerve. Truly. To just be like, no, we I taught Michael everything he knows. I mean, it's it's not that far. That's what he said. That's basically what he said. But to try and take any credit for Michael Jackson's singing style or dancing. No! Eat a dick, Corey Feldman. No. It would, and it would be so much, even if it's true, I'm giving the 100% benefit of the doubt, even if it's true, 
No one's going to believe you ever. And it's going to come off so much more humble if you say, my good friend Michael, I'm so glad he shared some of his dance moves with me. And we had a time. No, because he's been asked, you know, how much did Michael influence your style? And he will say that we he influenced each other. He, yes, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> yes. Fucking psycho, man. What? I'm back to fuck Corey Feldman. I will Sorry, always. Sorry, Corey Core. Corey Core one. I will always be on the end of fuck Corey Feldman, which from my perspective is in the back. All right. I so he's got a nice dick. <laughs> Like, not too big, not too small, just pretty. Doesn't smell weird. Or do they all smell weird? I bet they all smell weird. They're all next to balls. I mean, genitalia doesn't smell like flowers. And not, is it the balls and the dick that makes things smell? Or is it just the fact that I have a fucking cave right underneath them called the Tiente? I can't answer that because I... I I think that what I have because is because your genitalia does make a stink, <laughs> for sure. Mine is <laughs> mine is open to the wind. So, I and I'm not talking bad about myself, <laughs> but yeah, I just I I I I can't speak for what it's like to have male genitalia and why it smells. I'm sorry, like what it is specifically. I assume it's all of it. I assume it's everything. It's the sweat and usually the mayonnaise that I keep down there. Oh, you're big edding your little head. <laughs> what did you say? Big edding? Yeah, like Big Ed when he would put mayo in his hair. Remember Big Ed? Oh, <laughs> so you're big edding your little <laughs> I head. Not about that <laughs> Trantor-looking bastard. He's a nightmare. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next song, which I do not understand. Other than speaking of Mothra. And Godzilla, as we did before. The next song is called Megaloman. And all I could match it up to is some um, foreign thing that they did in like the 60s, some like movie or something. But I don't like it's based off being a megaloma- megalomaniac. I think it is. I'm just saying, yeah. I specifically looked up Megaloman. <laughs> I googled it because I was curious. Megalego man, and there is a Megalo man from like the '60s from another country. It was like uh, Fuji or something like that. I like Omega Man. Okay, let's listen to Megalo Man. More uh, angst, more anger. It sounds like he says Megal Man in this. Megal? Yeah, I do. I never hear him say Megalo. He's I like love you, Megalo Man. Megalo man. Megalo? It's not the word. It's megalo, but I think he says megalo man. I love you, Daglo man. Oh. Funky. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Jesus And then as soon as he begins, it ruins. It's true. Everything. It's true. There are some times on here where you're like, oh, that's a funky groove, and you and, and I can't say that it's played poorly. It, it, it's, you see the potential in it. I, I see the potential. Like, in the beginning of this song, that had some potential. Then he just makes everything a mess. A mess. Listen, Megaloman. Megaloman. Yeah. Megalo. I hear Megal. I don't think that those are women. I think that's him. 
I think that's, oh, that's all definitely him. him. Just it's either him and a woman, and he still did high voices with her, or it's just all him. None of this matches. Like, why no. do you have a song that sounds more like a again, like kind of an industrial? <laughs> with the. <laughs> this part almost reminds me of like Together or something. It just <laughs> it seems like it's a paradigm. I think I know what he did how to write the song. <sighs> did I make you forget what you're gonna say? No, I was I thought you were gonna say something. I'm just reacting to how each <laughs> part sounds like this sounds like it's trying to sound like dance. It starts out like yeah. industrial and sounds really like dirty and then it cleans up and it's so much cleaner for this part. And it's all like just a shitty program sound. It's okay, yeah. And then this that's all over the place. Michael. Oh yeah. This, this is, is where the Michael stuff comes in. This is where he should have been sued. But there was also a part where before, yeah, there was another part. I think that later just it gets even out of place. more Michael. Oh yeah, for sure, uh, out of the place. Completely. I think that this is the start in the album of when he starts pulling the Michael things because he still does a lot of the Michael sounds. Yeah, and he does. And he does Michael dance moves. He'd be like, <laughs> and he has done Michael dance moves. I watched a video of him on Howard Stern in 1992, and. His, he's it's been the same fucking thing since the beginning. He has been ripping off Michael Jackson work, since the beginning, and no one has enjoyed it. His voice has always been bad. He's never been good at hitting notes. Sorry, core core. Go back to Friday the Thirteenth and die. No. Uh, here's how he wrote songs. Is what it sounds like. So when you buy certain programs like GarageBand or maybe even like a drum program, it'll come with pre-made beats on it. Yes. And you can just piece them together. It sounds like that's what he did. He's like, oh, I like that beat. Put it in there eight times. And there's no actual like, well, at least for me, when I write songs, you try to write them to fit with everything. And like, it naturally goes into this part and it makes sense into this. It's very hard to do that when you're just copying and pasting from things. Like, mm-hmm. you can, you can get a basic of it and then tweak it to make it more flow naturally. Sounds like he did not do that. It sounds like he literally just went copy paste, drag, drag beat, drag this beat, drag this beat, drag this beat. Okay, now, uh, oh, that piano line sounds cool. Drag that over here on top of that. Drag that over here on top of that. This and that is specifically why I wanted to see more of the production of who did what. How much of this is him i mean i'm sure he had someone brush it up but how yeah. much of this was just him like i'm just gonna do what i can do i don't know i would own. like to know that as well well we're gonna listen to one more song and then we're gonna take a break sounds good and this is called phony people oh by the way everyone sorry we were late today <laughs> yeah but it'll, it's still, it'll come out tonight technically the same day you're good I think this kind of goes back to the kind of like the Limp Biscuit attitude of that, but not like as heavy because obviously he doesn't have like a band to do that. Yeah. 
He's also trying to reach a little Anthony Kiedis tone. He's just trying to seem so cool. Oh, this part's so bad. And like Stop. he doesn't give a shit. You're acting like a Horrible. It's horrible. Thank you to anyone who's still listening at this point. This right? has not been an enjoyable album. And it's my fault. Again, I take full responsibility. It's all Michelle's fault. So all you... Uh... Yeah, this. there are parts of this song also that sound kind of like together. It sounds like it's a parody. It, uh, there's a, Yeah, you're right. There's a lot of times on this album where it sounds like it would be a fake song and like Key and Peele would be dancing. This is a big one that sounds like... Oh, yeah. It can't be taken here. No. Seriously. Off time. Horrible. There's shit that, like, as you progress in your musical, I'm going to call it journey. Even if you wrote poetry or yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's you, so... And then when you look back on it, you're like, oh, that was so amateur. And there's just certain things that you read or you hear and you're like, mm-hmm. that was amateur stuff. Everyone made that it's mistake. It's adolescent as shit. He did it, and he had a national attention on it. And it's his third album. How is this not what would be on a first album? Except to know that the last song is something that he's been performing since the early 90s. Fun. The last song is what I saw him perform on Howard Stern 10 years prior. Ah. Um, Sometimes... Not even in metal, I was going to say in metal, but sometimes with people, you know, like their third album, they just stop getting the amount of money, right? And production value can go down. Yeah. I don't know if that happened with Corey. I want to know if it got better. Like, is the first album sound better than this? Is it less horrible? I wonder if it, he, it just changed style. If it was always kind of shitty, shitty quality, but... He's just like, this is going to be my angsty time. Yeah. Because that's like new metal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's thing. a lot of that in this. It also might be, this is 2002 when he recorded it. Uh, he probably did it on digital. Digital's the new form around 2002 to record on. You know, not all studios he have digital. He just said talk to the hand. Yeah, shut the fuck up, Cor Cor. I feel I feel disrespected when you call him Korkor. I feel like you are giving him more than he deserves. Look, people want to be called what they want to be called. Mitch McConnell asked me to call him Mitchy Mitch. Fucking uh, the ShamWow guy, Vince Shlomi, asked me to call him Vinci Shlom Shloms. That's not even his name. His name's not Vince Shlomi? Mm-mm. Are you telling me that for years I've been walking around pretending that I know the name of the guy? ShamWow, Vince Shlomi, and I'm wrong? That's correct. I'm right? No. Oh. Who's Vince Shlomi? Vince Shlomi, his real name is Offer Shlomi. But his fake, his uh, ShamWow name is Vince Shlomi? He's also gone as Vince Offer. But he has gone as Vince Because if you look it up, it says Vince Offer, uh... Yeah, sure. Vince Shlomi. Okay. Um, he, that was crazy. His full name is Offer Shlomi. Yeah, it was, and Vince, he asked me to call him Vincey Shlom Shloms. 
And, of course, both Corys asked me to call them. Core Core 1 and Core Core 2. Is that after he bit the prostitute? Uh-huh. The Vince Shlom Shlom, Vincey Shlom Shloms? Yeah, he has blood all over his face. <laughs> and it looks like he also suffered a stroke. After that happened, me and Mitchy Mitch and uh, Core Core 2, we gave Vincey Shlom Shlom such a hard time. And then Core Core 1 was like, guys, give him a break. Good times, good I times. I think we've learned that Vince Shlomi, yeah. uh, first of all, is a fraud. And that Mitch McConnell has no friends. I'm not his friend. No. Mitchy Mitch? No. What about Vincey Shlom Shloms? Vincey Shlom Shloms is not going to... It's just not going to work out. I'm sorry. We're oh, going to take a break. I hate Corey Feldman. We'll be back. Yeah, at least you're playing the best part. Yeah, God, we're back. It's a fucking mess. Like, that's the only thing I can keep saying about this album. Welcome back from the break. You're just staring at me listening to this song. I agree with every sentiment of yours. Megal man. Megalo man. I'm bagel man. I'm pretty sure he's saying bagel because man. Because you've changed what you've said almost he's every a time. Bagel man. He's do, a bagel. He's a bagelo man. <laughs> uh, you know who would like to sing? He's a bagel man. Who the cream cheese guy? No, his name's Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I'm glad you're having fun, because literally anyone who has made it this far in the podcast is not enjoying themselves. <laughs> I think they're having a great time. I you feel I the energy again. in the room. Just falling away. Falling, bouncing off the white walls, because we're in an insane asylum. Cuckoo! Cuckoo! We are back, and we are unfortunately reviewing... Uh, My good bud, Corcor once. Former child actor by Corey Feldman, <laughs> the worst of the Corys. <laughs> no! The wrong Corey died. Core <laughs> <laughs> Core 2 would be very upset to hear this. Core Core 2? Yeah. Is Core Core 1 the one who died? No! Oh, you think Haim is number two? Yes! He's a piece is of Is it shit. because he took a shit? Well, you could go either. Like his you, life took a shit. You could go a few ways. You could say, "Yeah, he's number two because he is the shit," me, or you could say because he's a piece of shit. So, you want to know a serious topic that's been on my mind lately, Sam? <laughs> do I? Yeah. Do you? I was asking you. I am asking you. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everyone is dying. Me. So many people are dying. Yes. Cloris Leachman just died. Cloris Leachman just died? At 94. Huh. I thought she died well, multiple times, but she's well, been alive. I'd like to say something about Miss Cloris Leachman. Okay. It goes a little something like this. That was not worth all of that horrible microphone sound <laughs> to get a little spritz of I'll cut air. it out. I'll cut out the microphone sound so okay. they just get the little... That's a good idea. The little, the 
little. And I'm not actually talking about Cloris Leachman because, again, I thought she died multiple times. But there are there have been within the last two weeks three parents, three people's parents have passed away, and then within the last week, two people I know who aren't that far away from us in age at all nope uh have passed away and it's really making me look at the way that i live my life and good idea okay no i've been doing the same thing and just like it's it it's starting to really sink in like if i don't make changes i could easily have a massive heart attack and uh die as well that's the exact phrase that got me as well and has gotten me in the past. Heart attack. And, I mean, shit, someone who was in our grade a few years ago because she smoked cigarettes so much had a heart attack. Who? You can just say her first name if you want. Uh, I, I mean, that'll definitely give it away, but it's fine. Her dad just died. Does that help you at all? <laughs> no. Uh, Miranda. Oh, oh wow. She, she had was, a heart attack? She had a heart attack. Jesus Christ. From smoking Man. so much. And she quit smoking. And then she just lost her dad. But yeah, she in her early thirties had a heart attack or like around thirty years old. That's wild. So it's scary. It is. It's fucking scary. You know what I've got to say about heart attacks? <laughs> that was a little more worth it. But I have to say that your farts hold no ground. They're very light. So was that. I expected more out of that. And I, oh god. I always stand up and I again apologize to anyone who's made it this far in the podcast. Right, this is so, so stupid. But I actually st- I I stand up and put the mic and put my ass to the microphone and then immediately sit right back down and put the microphone to my face. Just right in that cloud. I am not very smart. And speaking of not being very smart, let's get back into the album that I chose. <laughs> Perfect segue. It's what you're known for. So this is actually a song that I didn't realize was a cover. It's a song that's been in my head so much. I don't know why. It, it, it just gets stuck in my head. I will wake up and this song will be in my head and I don't know why. The worst. Very upset with myself. But here is I'm Flying Away. So this is a cover by the Dead Milkmen, I guess. Oh, really? I've heard of them, but I don't know I've heard anything. Of the Dead Milkmen as well. This has been in my head when I wake up in the mornings. I think this is the one, one of the ones that I really tune out and block out. Because it sounds the most radio friendly? Yeah, because it's not the most like ridiculous in the sense of like complete mess. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think because this is someone else's song, it's a little bit more structured and he, mm-hmm. he's a little more in the groove he's a little more in the pocket on this one yeah i wonder if i've heard this before i was just thinking the same because thing. it did have it's always had like a familiarity almost and i don't know if that's just because it sounds like the most radio friendly 
Are we going to listen to the Dead Milkman version I, afterwards? Yeah, because there are a, a few covers on this, but we're not going to listen to any covers except for this one. Or, I'm sorry, the originals, except for this one. Gotcha. Yeah, we're listening to all the covers. <laughs> yeah, we sure are. Yeah, like this music version, if you got someone with a good voice on it, it would probably, like, do well. Not, like, necessarily, you know, make it on the charts. Yeah. But at least somebody would be like, oh, it was a nice song. It's just... Ugh. Yeah, that. It, it'll. Yeah, I can't even say. He's just not. Even with something that's pre-made by someone else, he just can't. He just can't hang vocally. He he wants a voice that he doesn't have as well. Uh huh. He's not even taking the things that he are in his wheelhouse. And accentuating those. He's trying to do things that his voice isn't built for. Mm -hmm. You don't have Michael Jackson's throat. You may have been in it a few times, but you don't have it. (laughs) That was perfect. Unless he, I don't know, has it in a jar somewhere now. And then to try and get Michael Jackson to us. Oh, that's how he gets the... uh, Woo! Oh, I thought you said how he gets Michael Jackson tits. (laughs) (laughs) No, to get like the Michael Jackson like sounds that he does in this album, he uses the throat of Michael Jackson like a duck call and just blows through it. And when he blows through it, it goes. (laughs) So distorted. (laughs) I think I sang our cat's name. No reaction. Do do a do a genuine impression of Michael Jackson. It's hard to do when I'm hearing this. I mean, I tried to do a one earlier. <laughs> Nothing is more correct. It's hard to do while listening to this. I mean, it's hard to. <laughs> it's hard to emulate one song when I'm listening to a completely different song. I don't want you to hear an emulator song. This I want you to talk like mine. Has almost like a skull type ending or something. Yep. Out of nowhere. Unless this is more in the style of the original song. Maybe. Yeah, every once in a while he puts in these like uh, who's the guy that did the uh, dark back Louis Armstrong? Mm-hmm. Every once in a while you hear a Louis Armstrong tone get in there. It's because he's just It sounds constantly like he's Just off the cuff Because there's no Actual training and he doesn't really Know how to do anything that it Constantly just sounds like He's untrained and doesn't Know how to do anything (laughs) Yes So on that note let's listen to the Dead Milkman I'm flying away to see what that Sounds like Definitely sounds more skull Definitely way better I wonder what it was about this song that made him choose it. The poor vocal quality. Hey, that guy doesn't sing very well. I can do this. It's like how I can do Jim Morrison songs. 
Oh, well, he made it sound different. Wow. Still not a huge fan of this either. No, I almost think he made it more interesting, surprisingly. Like, that just sounded more like straight across and more monotone. I agree, but it sounds more real. <laughs> I agree. I, I'm not saying it's better. It sounds like a bunch of nerds. But that he just made wrote it more interesting, I think, with yeah. what he did with yeah. it. I'm not giving it a core core one. Well, you want to keep that not given core core thing to yourself because here is the next song. And I don't understand why you would just throw a random Christmas song onto an album. I also don't understand why you would make a rock version of a Christmas song and think that people want to listen to it. It's weird. Anyway. Don't take my joke. No, I'm specifically trying to make you feel bad. Don't you take my joke. I'm not taking your joke, don't, Sam. Don't you take my you, joke. You, you think that just after you finally completed your Christmas met death metal album and then we hear this fucking rock Christmas song that I'm not going to have any sort of correlation or connection in my own head without you making a comment. No. Here's the Jingle Bell Rock. <laughs> It's almost starting like it's trying to sound like Pink Floyd. Like psychedelic rock, yeah. Yeah. It's almost like what he imagines Tim Burton would do with a song. Oh, yeah. And, uh, what, uh, what's his fucking nuts would do? Oingo Boingo. Uh, the guy who wrote all the songs for Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, I didn't say it. Nightmare Before Christmas. But you said Tim Burton. Oh, yeah, I did. Danny Elfman. It's got Danny Elfman sounds to it. He sounds so cocky on this song. Yeah. And arrogant. Yeah, yeah. And it is not something that I think translates well at all to a, a Christmas song. And... You at least made it interesting and put your own spin on things. I don't understand this choice. Is it just so he could try and have a reason to play at Christmas things and be like, I have a sell Christmas a song. Try and sell a single, maybe. Or just like get on TV maybe, on this holiday yeah. season. I don't know. Again, though, I will say it's better than his original songs because he was given... I agree. This is the tune. And I think that the, <laughs> the music sounds cleaner. Yeah. It doesn't it also doesn't sound as much of a mess. It's just no, not good. No, it really it's doesn't. It's not enjoyable. I agree. I think that it's cleaner and better sounding, but it's not good. Hey, you know what one of the better songs on Corey Feldman's album is? Is the Christmas song. Yeah, it's definitely Chicken Bell Rock, dude. <laughs> That's never supposed to be said about your album. <laughs> And I think he his voice to, is the best on this. He needs to jingle around a Glock. He needs to jingle around my cock. Does he? Yeah. I think he, his best vocal performance is on the song, too. Like, he needs to stick in the... Just like... Yeah! Woo! Yeah! Oh! 
not the. <gasps> no. Because it sounds. This sounds maybe more in his actual vocal range. Yeah, yeah that's Everything right. Everything else sounds thin and strained. Mm-hmm. He doesn't sound. That's the best he sounds. And he's been able to stay more on key. Yeah, agreed. Well, he's been singing Jingle Bell Rock since he was two years old. For real. <laughs> That's how he got the role in his first movie. He walked in and he was like, Hi, my name's Corey Feldman, but you could call me Core Core One. Um, I'm going to sing Jingle Bell Rock now. There's the Jingle Bell. <laughs> And got the part. And I then bet he, he was in the goons. Got the first roll in his butthole from being pegged at like seventeen. Jesus! The the speed gays are pissed. I don't know why you keep going to gay. We could have butt sex, and we're not gay, Sam. We can have butt oh, sex, wait. Sam, and we're not gay. So you're saying I'm actually being the closed-minded one by? As soon as I hear butt sex, I think of dudes. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why either. Because I could easily fuck you in the ass, and it's totally normal, and we're not gay. Not into it. You've never been fucked. You've only been fingered. (laughs) I just said that as a joke. That's disgusting. The idea of sticking a finger up in someone's (laughs) asshole and, like, swirling it around Ah! is disgusting. Oh, man. Especially if you're not going to lick it afterwards. You gotta stir the chocolate milk, baby. Stir the chalky milk. Uh, speaking of chocolate milk, lactate yeah. is making my life simpler. Fuck lactate. You're not supposed to have dairy. Nature's trying to tell you no, and you're telling nature fuck off. Mm-hmm. I'm just giving my body <laughs> the enzyme that it doesn't produce to help break down the sugar in the milk. What's that enzyme called? Lactose. Oh, the enzyme? I don't know. Fucking, what's that enzyme commercial? Mm, Enzite. Is that what it was? Enzite? And it was like whistling Bob. (laughs) It was was smiling Bob. Was it smiling Bob? It was smiling Bob, and it was. That's definitely come up on this. That's true. So, there's something that I... Oh, I know all about the dick pill commercial. There's something that happened earlier, and I didn't touch on it because I had to listen. We It was during I'm Flying Away, and it was because we had to listen to the original version after that, but you... You said the title of the song like anybody's going to know. Uh-huh. It was after Fly Away, anyway. <laughs> um, but you had mentioned something about Corey Feldman being in Michael Jackson's throat, and this is something very interesting that I came upon. But that screwed my throat. Yesterday. And I listened to their three parts of Latoya Jackson calling in to Howard Stern. Oh. And making some statements that she did at okay. one point. And Corey Feldman is listening. And he calls in. And there's a little back and forth between Latoya Jackson and Corey Feldman. And I'm going to go ahead and give it away before it ha- before they Ooh, say it. Because, give it away. Give it away now. Because I don't know how much you're going to be able to make out and understand. Probably some, but Hopefully. it needs to be prefaced. This is the very beginning of part two out of three. Um, at the very near the end of part one, LaToya explains that she doesn't think that Corey Feldman was ever molested by Michael 
because he didn't actually like Corey Feldman. He thought he was a pain in the ass. So he definitely probably didn't have sex with Michael because Michael didn't really like him. So here <laughs> is that's the, the reason. I'm not saying I'm not saying Michael didn't have sex with other boys. I'm saying he didn't have sex with Corey Cor- because he didn't like you. Corey Cor- one. Listen, but he did fuck Corey Cor- too. Yeah. Now, Corey, what, now let me ask you something, Corey. Uh, you, you're angry with Latoya, but uh, she says she saw checks, and she, and she saw lots of young boys coming in and out of the house. Why would you call her a liar? Well, there were young boys coming in and out of the house. There were young girls coming in and out of the house. You saw What does that have to do with anything? Well, is it possible that uh, something occurred and, and that the money was exchanged? It's possible that money was exchanged. So then why no, would you? He didn't I, mean, like I don't know so what Michael. Absolutely not. You is know it? that Michael has been giving money to charity and to people that he cares about forever. Yes, he has been giving money to people to charity. That's very true. Okay, so. But you is know what, Corey? He's not your brother. You did not live just... with him, and you don't know him. So who are you to make these statements? Oh, I don't know him. Well, obviously, no, I know no, you don't. You did not you live do. with him, and you don't know him. How, I mean, yes, you stayed the night over, and Michael didn't want you there. I'll, I'll sit right in your face. Because oh. it was, he told he emphatically didn't want you over. Oh, okay, that's why, that's why, that's why I, that's why I still talked to Michael six months ago. When's the last time you talked you to Michael? You know what? You don't know Michael, though. Of course oh. he'll smile on your face, and he smiled every time you came downstairs, too. Yeah, but Corey, maybe, he uh, your back, so he invited you me over because he didn't like me. But Corey, let me ask you something. No, 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 wait. No, Corey, you pushed away over, remember? Every single time, because he would say, here he comes again. Oh, God. But Corey, why did you... And you know what I said? I told Larry, I, I told him, I said, listen, I said, I'm sure he didn't sleep with Corey because of the way he felt about him. You're ta- and then you're you talking, turned around you're and said, to, you're no, you're talking right. about Howard now, not Larry. Hey, Corey, uh, why did your relationship <laughs> with Michael Paper She oh, accidentally God. calls uh, Howard Stern Larry many times. <laughs> listen up, Larry. And they're like, do you think you're talking to Larry King? And they're like, she says no, that she has someone who's like, she works closely with who's like there with her and his name's Larry. I don't know. But anyway, isn't that interesting to be like, I don't know if Michael was, you know, molesting kids, but I can guarantee he didn't molest you, Corey Feldman, because he didn't fucking like you. And it's Latoya. <laughs> People, yeah, it'd be like, oh, Corey's coming. Oh, God. like <laughs> What a burn. Yeah. <laughs> like, he he didn't molest you, dumbass, because he didn't like you. <laughs> like, what a shitty... Oh, you don't think he wanted to fuck me as a kid, huh? huh? Oh, really? Really? You don't think he wanted to fuck me? I'm Corey Feldman. <laughs> it's just weird. I just wanted to share that, because I, I stumbled upon that and thought that it was insane that they actually had that conversation. Yeah, it's wild. Crazy. No wonder people have enjoyed Stern over the years because shit like that would happen. Yeah. You get real moments from crazy people. Yeah. I agree. Because a lot of people wouldn't have called in and confronted her, but Corey Feldman was like, I'm going to call in. Oh, Corey loves it. Core Core One lives for that oh, shit. Wait, please stop saying Core Core One. I'm not going to stop it where his was his wishes. That was his wishes. Well, I am going to go into the next song. Thank God. And this is a question I've never asked in my entire life. And that question and song title is, what is a dog? I'll tell you what it is. It's a complete Red Hot Chili Peppers ripoff. I think that's a good observation. Ugh. 
And he's trying to be P-Funk at the same time. And, yeah, see, for me, it feels like definitely the era where George Clinton produced the album. Oh, oh that rhythm sounds like uh, uh, the Beatles. Listen. I am here as you are here as we yes. all together. Rip off yep. Central. Back to sounding muffled. Yeah, what the fuck? Why is it somebody cutting out the lows or turning the highs on this shit? What is down? What is down? Like, I could hear, I can hear Red Hot Anthony Chili Peppers Pitos. doing this, and it being like, yeah, that's some, there's some jamming Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, I don't. I, I, again, it's just the fact that he's doing it. Yeah, it just doesn't have it. Just doesn't. The 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 selling point or the the biggest non-selling point is the fact that Corey Feldman is involved. Because <laughs> I'm sure he didn't write these songs. I mean, he wrote former child actor for sure. But do you think he wrote What Is a Dog? I don't know. I, I don't know. It's hard to say what his writing process was. Maybe he paid somebody for tracks. You know, even though everything he does is a ripoff. Even the and like the sound is terrible. The, I I think that it definitely it's another one of those songs that's even though it sounds like shit, I think it has a lot of potential. So like yeah. I don't hate it so much. I don't hate everything on this. I just think that he makes it as bad as it is. And it's Obviously, it got released because he owned the company that released it. Yeah. But if this went through, like if you were working for a label, they would be like, you're getting close. Go back and work on it a little bit more. You think they'd be that nice? Clean it up. Oh, because he's Corey Feldman. Well, and because, you know, if they're already a label, they already know what you sound like. But when he's the guy, I'm putting quality of song writing aside. I'm saying, like, quality of how it sounds any producer any mastering guy would be like this is not ready there's too many things that are oh, a yeah. mess. like for, for some reason why is what is a dog why are your vocals sound like they're under a blanket what is a dog and then some other vocals are too high and tinny and whispery and like too much sibilance going on Sibilance. Sibilance. So now if I now if I mix this poorly, the sound for this podcast, the word sibilance will drive someone crazy. <laughs> Nothing makes you sound like a tough man more than trying to sound like a dog. Oh yeah. Any situation I've ever been in where I have to come off tough, I just start barking. And everything turns out all right. Everyone knows where you stand, and that's your ground. With that bark, you say, don't tread on me. <laughs> oi, oi. What is a dog? There are definitely backup singers there. That is yes, not him. Yeah, it's not I, him. But I don't think that they've been utilized it was probably, in every song. It was probably one uh, woman. And he uh, got her for true. a day, and that's he was true. like, I need you on this, 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 and this. 
That makes sense. Well, we have three more tracks. I'm sure everyone is just dying to get this shit over with. So, it's one of those albums where it just fucking drags, uh-huh. man. It's 12 songs. It's a total standard yeah, album yeah. length, but it feels like it. Yeah, feels it like drags. two albums. So this one is interesting. Um, I'm I'm just glad that this album has a sexy song to bring <laughs> us all to what Corey Feldman really wants, you know, to show us and give us uh, a sexy, song. a sexy song. Because I've never listened right, to this baby. song before Sometimes. and thought, God, I need stars. more sex. But here we go. I see you out on the front porch, girl. And I think, damn. I like the way you wear those jeans can't that even go into the boots. Anymore. Because when jeans go into the boots, it looks good. I, for, I uh, forgot. So I'm not... I am a fan of a chunk of John Lennon's solo music. Okay. This is John Lennon's solo imagination was? It's not imagination. It's imagine. Imagination the people. I'm talking about the song Imagination. Imagination. So yeah, I don't like this song normally. This is not a John Lennon song that I enjoy. I don't... I've never thought that someone needs to make this sound like a 90s R&B sex song. <laughs> we need to add saxophones. We need to add, like, yeah, in the beginning. <laughs> he is trying to sound, like, sultry and seductive in his yeah, voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it reminds me of, like, uh... <laughs> oh, full fuck. He's trying to come off, like, sounding like, uh... I can't even think of the guy's name. Like, it feels like he wants to be boys to men to me. Oh, all for one. All for one? That's the white boys to men. Okay. Who my mom tried to claim were better than boys to men. Really? (laughs) What a dumb bitch. Okay, well, after this, I need you to play me a boys to men song and an all for one song. Okay. I've got you, boy. Now, is there another boy band that includes the number three? Because digits one through four have, besides three, have been taken. Boys, two men. Maybe. And all four, one. Three. Is there a boy band called Three Hispanics? Three Days Grace? <laughs> three Days Grace, Three Doors Down, Three Six Mafia, Three Dog Night. They're not boy bands. Excuse me? All right, well, Boys to Men's not really a boy band either. Three Doors Down. Is a fucking boy band. Sure. Yeah, boy band. I'm gonna settle this debate whether all for one or boys to men is better. You're the one to settle this. Yeah, I'm the one who's the least biased. Uh, that might be fair. You do have no opinions. Exactly. I'm not racist, <laughs> so that's helping. I don't enjoy the music either way, so I can come at it solely from a production value. People. Production? It's supposed to be based on vocals. That'll be part of production. Yikes. Back to that not yeah, falling flat, going, not hitting the... Going out of his range. Shouldn't be doing it. 
<laughs> no. It, it sucks because, like, as we're, I was listening to this album, and we listened to it each other that one time, like, I thought, man, this is going to be a gold mine of comedy. But as I'm doing the episode, I just find myself repeating the same things but over and over it, again. And I'm just like, it just sucks. He did this poorly. Production value is no good. <laughs> he should go back to trying to kill Jason. Come on, Tommy. Tommy, we need you back out there in the woods. Jason's running amok. You're the only person who's ever gotten close to really taking him out. In fact, if Arnold Horshack wouldn't have opened up the grave at the beginning of part six, Jason lives, it would have been done. He would have been defeated, but... Oh, wait, I forgot Tommy was there, too. I cannot hear Tommy... Without imagining old cripple body Tom Segura. <laughs> that may look like a biscuit. Say, I thought you were going to say Tommy Pickles. Oh, Tommy Burns. Hey, Nosferatu himself. <laughs> I'm so mean I would tell that kid that. I'd be like, you know what? You remind me of Nosferatu. <laughs> Did he just like laugh and shake it off? I don't off? think he knew where it was. And I think I kind of have a memory of... Finally, like, bringing a picture of Nosferatu in and him being kind of like, gee, thanks. Okay, so per Sam's request out of absolutely nowhere, we are going to now listen to Boys to Men. Don't tell me which and one all I'm for one. And Sam is going to decide between the two which one he I think so you would might you'll I probably you're going to be able to figure it out. So here's a option a option a. So far, my guess already is this is the white guys. I mean, there is a black guy in the band. Okay, I take that back. They read you Cinderella. You hoped it would come true. Then one day a prince charming would come rescue you. You like romantic. You have to listen to the first and verse and the chorus. And the chorus, yes. The way you felt when Romeo kissed Juliet. And all this time that you've been waiting. I saw it. That guy sounds good. Well, I know who it is now. You already knew who it was. Did I? You're an asshole. Never, I didn't say Offspring sucks. They, I just don't think they have shit on Boys to Men. So that's not Boys to Men. <laughs> just telling you my opinion. All right. So next, full verse, full, full chorus. Oh, sorry. Okay. I can love you like that. I can. Next lick on song. Your butt. Production value is already much warmer. The bass is much more uh, full. Mm-hmm. But that fucking fake trumpet or whatever sounds horrible. Close your eyes, make a wish. 
I mean. Michelle is just swimming in this song right now. Literally, she's waving her arms around. She loves it. <laughs> she's doing dives. <laughs> uh, ooh. ooh, this is vulgar. I don't. Hear that bass in there? Yeah, boom, boom, boom. I have to let this go because Wanya is amazing. Ugh. Anybody can do that. Oh my god, I hate you. So, what's your true, honest opinion? I mean, obviously, you can see where I land, but you obviously like all for one more. Of course, that <laughs> only makes sense. That was called sarcasm. Uh. I think you mentioned the warmth. I think I think Boys to Men is better. Okay. But I think I would be more jealous while listening to Boys to Men than I would All for One. Therefore, I would be angrier during Boys to Men because I would be like, "What? These motherfuckers!" (laughs) Because they're so talented, right? Because I know these son of a bitches can melt panties right off with just the will of their voice. I mean, come on, man. They're the best. Is this more boys TMs? They always ask me to call them BTMs. No one asks you to yes. call them anything. I'm very... Because they know you're not going to call them. I'm very... <laughs> you're a terrible, terrible person. You're a terrible communicator. They're melting panties with songs like this. So, I'm really, really happy to have been able to give you some sort of a palate cleanser, but unfortunately, we do have to get back into this album and finish it. Okay, so... I mean, we don't have to. We can just end it now. (laughs) Let's, Let's do it. We can, I can maybe cut some songs short. We'll see what happens. Um, so this is, I believe again. And as it started kind of with the idea of like imagine, even though for some reason he turned it into some like sexy song. He, this is where he really tries to seem like the last two songs that he's trying to reach out to people and be some sort of inspiration to them. And I don't appreciate it. It's like he's so lame. It's like a fucking psycho murderer was like, "I'm gonna make a thing that's uh, sensual and real. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I want people to feel this. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Jeez. So new goal in life: we kick the shit out of Corey Feldman. Core core one. I mean, he's clearly. Ha- 
I think life has kicked the shit out of him enough. True, true. He wasn't blessed with like good looks or a good voice or. A- he was a fucking heartthrob when he was a kid. I don't understand that. I'm saying, I think he has nothing to offer. He has it. Oh my god, that's like the meanest thing you can say about someone. <laughs> I don't think you have anything. If we were breaking up and you looked at me and you said, I don't think you have anything to offer. I wouldn't I'd be say like, that to I'd you. Be like, oh. I wouldn't say that to you because I don't think that about you. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm saying he, he isn't being hired by anybody. He hasn't had an acting job. And like a real acting job and a real movie in a long time. And he's been in big movies. He was in Stand By Me. Yeah. He was in The Goonies, which is considered a classic by a lot of people. He was in Friday the 13th, Part 4. Damn it. The final chapter. He and he put a machete into Jason's head. Well, I know there were also multiple movies with the Corys as well. That was a thing at the height of their yeah. fame. You know what my favorite one is? You know any of them? Yeah, it's called Core Core One and Core Core Two. Go to the movies. <laughs> I want to put a machete through your head. He is looking at you like, what the fuck is happening? That cat. I, I freak all the animals out at times because I get so loud, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like. I can be piercing at times. I'm sure everyone that listens to this knows. Yeah, the animals, they'll hear you, like, recording vocals or something in that room. Oh, I don't know what it's like then because I'm in the other room. And they, there are times when, like, the animals will stand up and they'll look at the room and look in that direction <laughs> and, like, look at me. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's okay. It's just Sam. It's just what he does. And I get that from all of the animals. <laughs> All of them will hear you at some point, and it, like, freaks them out. And one thing I love about animals is that they will typically, like, from what I've read things about animals, that they will trust their owners, you know, uh, I don't know, guidance or, like, their opinions. So if something happens, they'll look to you to see your reaction to see how they should react. Yeah. Like, if you're scared, then they'll get, like, defensive or, like... So, yeah. You're basically the mob boss, and they're your go- goons, and you're like, or I'm, is I'm he just, good boss? Or I'm literally, I'm just mom. They're like, mom, is everything okay? Yeah, guys, it's fine. It's just dad. I'm not going to fight for my mom. I'd make her fight for me. Well, that's clear. <laughs> I think that just shows in the type of person that you have proven to be. Yeah. Which is a ginormous piece of dung. There's two more minutes on this song. I'm going to say what I said earlier. There doesn't have to be. <laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> A new day. And all that is new. The wisdom. And grace upon you. It's horrible. Yeah, this is like the redemption part of the album. Like, don't you know everything will be alright? I've been so angry of how I've been wronged, but don't worry, because I still believe. 
myself in love. I found the and girl. And we're gonna fade it out. Goodbye. <laughs> nice. Right. And let's go ahead into the last song, which is the song that's been around since the beginning of him putting music out. Oh, yeah. Which is the... By the way, was this all bonus track bullshit we didn't actually have to listen to? That was only the last song. Okay. This does not have that. This is What's Up With The Youth. Did he put this on every album he's ever put out? Probably like up Vanilla to Ice, Where he puts out a different version of it? It sounds so 80s, Michael. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the styles and everything. Oh. I bet Michael wasn't threatened by it because <laughs> like, I bet he didn't get mad and be like, why are you stealing my likeness? Because there's a clear difference in talent. It's kind of like, yeah, go ahead and try it. I'll be here when you come running back. What's up with you? I also think it has a uh, Janet Jackson sound. Uh, to the music in like the horn sections. Is it because he's an effeminate bastard? <laughs> no. I I may not be homophobic, even though you've been you've accused me of it. But I am attacking his masculinity for sure. Stop. I feel like it's been forced the whole time. Now the black gays are gonna write in, and I don't mean African American ones. I meant black metal version of gays. Version of gays. Black metal vert version of gays. He's trying to do way too much with his voice. Like, you know what my favorite uh, wave of gay was? Um, my guess is Wham. The new wave of pretty. The new wave of British. British Spears. The new wave of British Spears. Damn it, I fucked it up. I love the No I'm a Bryce Bears when that came out. It was my favorite. Does Britney Spears still do anything? Oh, no. She makes weird Instagram videos and people want to know what's going on with her mental health. Oh, really? She, tr- she fought to have her dad dropped like her cons- conservatorship or whatever that is like her dad's been in control of her finances and like her big decisions since she lost her mind wow and she's to the point where she's tired of it and she thinks like she doesn't have a good relationship with her dad and she I think she thinks that he's like stolen money or something so she refuses to perform like she recently fought it a judge would not overturn it her dad still has control and she says as long as her dad's in control she's not making music wow Mm That's crazy. So, yeah, that's what Britney's I mean, been doing. I mean, if he is taking advantage of her, she's totally right to do that. No, I agree. But and, and come on. He's taking advantage of her, right? Oh, of course he is. <laughs> he's totally taking advantage. Because the whole idea is that she, part of... She was pushed so much and never given any free time and always forced to be this or do this. And, yeah. like, she went, like, years with having time off. And she eventually lost her shit. And then one of the people who, you know, like her parents who are pushing her. Oh, and then they get the fucking. And then the dad Why gets... is she like this? Mm-hmm. 
guess I'll have to take care of the money. Why is this bear that I keep poking trying to bite me? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. All right. So think. Why is this otter biting me that I keep poking? Well, thank goodness we are officially to the point of the podcast where we are finished with that album. And it's time to go over some questions. Did Corey Feldman produce this too? Questions. This is some shit right here. Yeah. Questions. Too long. Shut up. Song's still gone. It needs to stop. Shut up. Just like you said, it doesn't there, have it to. Done. You didn't even hear the end. Let I me, did. I heard do, it. Let me do the end again. Let me do the end again. Everyone heard it. Let me do the end real quick. You know what that was? It's a kalimba. It should have been your death it's, note. It's a kalimba. 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 A, a digital kalimba. kalimba. Play, don't play me a tune. <laughs> so why did I choose this? I thought I would be funny. And oh, well, you thought you'd be funny too. No, it looks I like accidentally we both, hit it. We both I, fucking I, failed. I we both it. I failed. It was an accident. What do I think you thought when I gave it to you? Oh, buddy, Sam, what was your judgment prior to listening to this? Uh, this is gonna suck. Okay. I was pretty down on it when you said it. Well, I mean, it was obvious it was gonna suck. Yeah. So like, I personally my... have never liked anything from Corey Feldman. Yeah. Um, I don't care. You should. Um, <laughs> he killed Jason. That's not the one with Crispin Glover, so I don't care. That's a fucking excellent... Yeah, it is. I was afraid that it actually was. <laughs> when I said that, I was just hoping that I'd get away with it, because I was like, I'm pretty sure it's the same one, but yeah. I'm going to act like it's not. Yeah, that one kicks ass. But my my initial reaction was, this is going to suck. Okay. Like, But, and then later, you know, you think of what well, might be fun to talk about. Uh huh. That makes sense. Um, how many times did you listen to this? Uh, I made it through three, and I had to cram them the fuck in because I completely forgot. Well, once was with me. Yes, that was the first time. Okay. And then I completely forgot until like yesterday. At like, I don't know, right before midnight. Oh wow! And so I had to listen to it twice today. Yikes. So today has been even so. Wait, I don't know the worst day of my life. Probably we were going. And my dad died. So the reason why <laughs> you yeah, but that was that was the genesis of you not giving a shit about anything. <laughs> okay, so fuck. Oh, how many times was it listened to? I got through three. Um. Oh, I was gonna ask. So. We didn't do the podcast because I had like a fucking pounding headache last night and couldn't do it. Um, you would have only listened to it that one time. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. All right. So, uh, yeah, for me, it was also three. I gave it the minimum. It was rough every time. And the last time specifically, I would stop it after a few songs and like watch couple videos or like just do something else and then like go back to it i had to break it down at the end because it's not easy to ingest least favorite song for sam 
Let's see here. This is going to, I mean, I can say the whole album, but I can't say the whole album. My guess is that I think there are songs that you maybe don't like or zone out on, but I'm going to say what you actually don't like. I'm going to go ahead with Former Child Actor. The very first song, I'm assuming it puts a bad taste in your mouth and you're just like, oh, you get everything. You get the bad voice up front and you get the bad production quality. Sam, what is your least favorite song? You know what, Michelle? I'm going to have to tell you that was not my least favorite song. Okay. While it is a fucking absolute mess. Um, the worst song to me is, I can't remember the title. I'm looking it up right now. Big Love Man. Is, uh, <laughs> no, I Believe Again. The special bonus track. It's a bonus for your heart and your soul. Horrible. Yeah, not fun. It takes everything about music I don't enjoy and puts it all into one and then puts Corey Feldman into it, which I didn't even think I had to involve into music. To hate? Yeah, and then there you go. Okay, what do you think my least favorite song is? I think your least favorite song is Former Child Actor. No. Ah, damn it. I just tried to butter it up real nice, hoping that you I could like persuade you (laughs) (laughs) to be like yeah you know what that is right no um my least favorite song and for me this is also difficult and i i feel like i had my mind made up until now but i'm going to say because i don't like the song as it is and i don't like what he did with it i'm going imagine Oh, yeah, it's horrific. I don't like that he took something that's supposed to be, like, uplifting and talking about, like, social issues. (laughs) And then he turns it into some sex song. I'll lick your pussy. So yeah, um, his version of Imagine is definitely my least favorite. Um, what do I think your most favorite song is? I uh, I'm gonna say Diseased because you like that uh, tone when he screams or whatever. Even though the song sucks, all the songs suck. Sam, what's your most favorite song? I got it. you got it right. Diseased. Just because I get to hear it go. I mean, but the fucking song is horrible. Oh, yeah. Isn't it funny that a lot of times when we pick our favorite song, it's like the worst part? (laughs) Yeah, there we go. Yeah, awful. In a head of disease. Okay, Sam, what's my favorite song? As a joke, I just wanted to say former child actor. (laughs) 
I really don't know. They're all fucking. I'm going to go, what is a dog? Well, guess what, Sam? You and I did guess each other's nice, favorite songs. Nice, nice. <laughs> and how come it's point made? How come it is when you choose your favorite song? It was the best part. <laughs> okay, stop, please, for the love of dog. Now, how old was I when I first started listening to this? Thirty-five. How did I originally feel about it? Hated it from the get-go. Thought it was garbage. Would I recommend this today? Not to one living soul. Even, no. yeah, even for humor's sake, I don't think it's worth it. No. Uh, again, if you made it this far, I applaud you. You deserve a medal. You've got some strong ears. We've all have metal ears, I you guess, deserve... for being able to get through this. We got tough ears. You deserve a magel. Is that a male kegel? No, that's the magel man from earlier. When you think he's still saying magel, man. He's saying, I love you, Megle man. I love you, Megle man. I like the male kegel. All right, Megle. I, mean, I think it's just still called a kegel. No, it's a I call Megle. it. I call it doing the peni- the penile pinch. Just like how a mullet, if it's a female, it's a femalet. Not in this new world, Michelle. Don't assign genders. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I thought we weren't assigning genders. I'm not assigning Jesus Christ as uh, you have their gender. Oh, look at you. Okay, so Sam, would you ever listen to this again? And did you like it? (laughs) No. (laughs) That was the dumbest fucking question you've ever asked me in our entire relationship. (laughs) Really? It wasn't. Are are we engaged? (laughs) Did you say that one time? (laughs) Yeah, that was. Or was it you who said that? I don't remember. We got engaged in conversation. Yeah, you tricked me. It was not... The worst trick of all. (laughs) Because there was confirmation. The worst trick of them all. You could have not done it. You're like the devil. You could still kick me out and divorce me. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to kick you out. Divorce me and kick me out. Oh, oh, is that why I'm still here? Is because you feel bad for me? (laughs) Bingo. God, I hope that doesn't make it actually seep in your brain later. <laughs> well, I've always wondered why. Because I love you! But I'm a mess. I'm a mess! I like messes! That's true, you definitely do. Okay, Sam, what's next? You know what? I can't believe I'm getting ready to say this. This is weird, and I never ever thought this Are you was breaking happen. up with me? Yes, we're done. <laughs> we're absolutely done. No. <laughs> what is happening? We're listening to the self-titled album by a band called Corn. <laughs> this is You Raped, I Feel Dirty. Isn't uh, that a daddy song? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. You're, okay. I haven't heard it since I was like 15. Okay. All I know is it's got blind on it. Where he's like, are you ready? Okay, yeah, Blind is the first song, and Daddy is the last song. All right, cool. This also has the song that now can't really be said, so that's going to be fun. There's a track that is the new F word. 
<laughs> that you're not supposed to say. Uh. So this is going to be good. This is going to be a good episode. You're a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most offensive word. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, it is to my liberal ears. Again, thank That's you. That's what I sound like Shut as a liberal. Up, everyone. Let me talk for once. <laughs> for once? <laughs> I think what you need to do is yeah. you need to take your motherfucking disease head. Horrible song. Get out of here. All right. Thanks, everyone, for Bye. listening. Once again, I'm sorry for subjecting you to this. let us If you've learned anything this entire episode is that there was a conversation between Corey Feldman and LaToya Jackson, and she told him that he wasn't worth molesting because he was a shitty kid. Bye. Bye. Love you, Corcor One. The wrong Corey died. <laughs>